Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of a woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. love getting catalogs i love catalog like vintage not and not the restoration hardware catalog because technically that's an encyclopedia britannica but i love seasonal catalogs and we got this in the mail the other day literally just sitting on the crapper reading it like i'm a 50 year old man the swiss colony beef log catalog <laughs> no is that one of those catalogs where each page has 150 things for sale. No, it's not. I know what you're talking about. That's like the Vermont country store or something. Yes. <laughs> this, that is exactly what I'm... Because I told you I love a catalog. <laughs> I know my catalogs. I don't think for a second that I don't read that cover to cover, though. It's... I almost bought something off of that. I did, I'm like, maybe I do need this. I and do it's need like, a dust ruffle. I like cafe curtains. <laughs> It's always something like, I love a gingham print. Like, you know what? There is something to find in in this trash of a catalog. Absolutely. There's a reason why it still exists. But what I love about that catalog and the Swiss Colony Beef Log catalog, which I'm going to share with you. I'm going to do a Swiss Colony Beef Log in a minute. Well, I know because we just had lunch. Yeah. Any day now, your Swiss Colony Beef Log is going to be arriving in the mail. What I love about it is that it's trapped in time. To the days of your look, there is literally in the middle of this catalog an order form, oh, and that you would put it in God this bless. envelope and you would send it to them on paper. They clearly don't have someone younger than 85, 60. right? Yeah, who's like, What's this worldwide web I've heard all about? I don't think I've seen anything like that in years, right? It is, it's a vintage order form. Where, you know, you write on it, it's like, I want two Swiss colony beef logs. I'm laughing because, not laughing like I think it's like I'm so superior, but it's because I know I've used these. Yes, to order And I didn't even really think that they weren't, I I guess I didn't even know that they stopped doing that until you pointed it out. Well, this is, there's a part of me that really wants to order a Swiss colony beef log because I'm a big I, I, there's something about like a gift bag or a gift box this if time of year. If I watched you fill that out, I think I'd have a fucking heart attack. <laughs> Go get me a pen. Can no, I hear? No, I don't I want you to. And here's the other best part. Okay. <laughs> when you open it up, they really push throughout the pages that you should apply for the Swiss Colony credit plan. Now, this is not a credit card that you can use anywhere else in the world. It's yeah. not like when you go when you sign up with United Chase, it's like, oh, I use that at the supermarket. I could use that at Macy's, whatever. This is just a credit line specifically for Swiss Colony yeah. Beef Logs. Like your Nordstrom card. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't work anywhere else. It goes up to $400, which would buy you a lot of logs. Can you imagine like, like sitting down with your partner and you're going over your expenses? And it's like, <laughs> why do you have... Such a high balance on the, on the Swiss colony card. Look, what it's Christmas buy? time. Petty Force. I bought a box of Petty Force. I bought some flannel nightgowns from neck to toe. I, I bought these um these Sweet Faith dolls, one in each color. Give me this. Oh, get ready. You're going to love the Swiss colony catalog. Oh, that is frightening. Are they praying? They're praying. 
Oh, God. Your little one can recite a bedtime prayer right along with this sweetie. Just squeeze her hand and she'll say her bedtime prayer. Now I lay me down to sleep. That would fucking Wait, terrify Squeeze your hand how hard? Latina doll says her prayer in Spanish. Wow! Exclamation point. <laughs> we have a new doll, everybody. <laughs> We've updated our dolls, but not our mailing system Why and our ordering system. Why are dolls' system. hair so fucking long? If I when I see children with their hair that long, I'm like, what is wrong? But there's something about when a girl, when a woman gets married, they always end up cutting their hair short, not too long after. I did it, stepped it. For some reason, that's just something that un- unintentionally happens. So it'd be funny if they had like a pre-married and a post-married doll. That it was like, oh, here's here's post-marital Kathy, and she has this like Kate Goslin hairdo. Um, things that scare me are Sherpa things. <laughs> Wait. Sherpa jackets, you get... Sherpa jackets, Sherpa throws. The like ultra- somebody is going to accompany you? No, it just seems like why everything were too casual. Like we don't need to wear pajamas everywhere. Well, but look at the demographic of the people who are buying from the Swiss Colony catalog. Holy shit. What is in this That's gift what I'm box? saying. This is most people. So like, oh, you get a gift box. It's like three pieces of cheese, an apple, a thing of nuts. This thing has. Multiple beef logs. It has. So far, I can see three three kind of beef logs, four yep. jams, some cheddar, and throughout is like that strawberry candy that's wrapped in the wrapper that makes it look oh, like a Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Some uh, kind of cookie dish, some unidentified logs, <laughs> some, <laughs> some chocolate, some chocolate-covered almonds. I mean, I would What did you find thing. at the crime scene, sir? An unidentified log. I mean, that's the fucking gift. But that's what I'm saying. But if you look Stretch through it, gifting open dollars. it up. That that thing, that box is like 20 bucks. Beef logs are cheap. Oh, here it is. Yes. How much is it? Uh, uh, I don't... $34. $34 for 20, all that beef. 20. I mean, my God. All that beef. I can't afford not to buy it. <laughs> 27 favorites, including... 27 original favorites. garlic and, and caraway summer sausages. Oh. Cheddar, brick and Colby cheeses. Chocolate-covered peanuts. Fruit spreads. Delectable bonbon cookies. Delicious cakes. Petty force and more. What else is in this? I thing? don't. <laughs> they're, they're like, and uh, Oprah is in it. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket, a s'more, a, a s'mores collection, a boy band. <laughs> what else do you want? Jake Shears, waffle print shirts, <laughs> a waffle iron, <laughs> anything with waffle in it. An indecisive person, a waffler. Oh my fuck! The next page. If you thought twenty-seven was great, wait till you flip the page. 43. It's not even like 45 or 40. 43. 43. Wait, 43 dollars or 43 pieces? 43. The first one is 27, not 25 or 20 or 30. It's 27. This one is 43. That's the magic number. Season pleasers. This is like somebody's lottery numbers. What's a season pleaser? pleaser. This is basic season pleaser. The magnificent gift has something for everyone in the whole family. From meat and cheese lovers to chocolate connoisseurs. They'll enjoy snack-sized sausages, cheese bars, wedges and links, mixed nuts, torts, candy buttons, bonbon cookies, chocolate, honey roasted peanuts, mustards, marmalade, and jelly. Five Thanksgiving hams on balancing on two turkeys. I mean, what the Green eggs. It's And as you go along in this, it only gets more absurd. 
at one point, they offer you a gift bag that has those full deli, deli chunks of like cheese. You know, like if you go to the deli and you order like a pound of provolone, what, yeah. how they take it off that, it's those. It's huge logs. <laughs> I was like, are, what is this? Are they going to put it on the side of my car like the Flintstones? It's going to tip over? I love that. It's a it's hell of a... I don't, I don't know if I, how I would really react if someone just gave me the sausage and cheese bars gift <laughs> because it's like but that's the purest it's just a gift. chunk of meat yeah um but isn't it like it's like 10 bucks it's like a cheap those are cheap logs yes yes um <laughs> but beef log summer sausage summer sausage garlic flavored who's what do you eat don't knock it till you've tried it they have cheese spreads in there now, see, you can't stop sifting through this catalog. Am I right? 78 all-time favorites. So it's 27, <laughs> 43, and now 78. They're trying to communicate with us through binary code. This is like a beautiful mind. <laughs> they're like, they're like, if because we're like, oh, that's pretty, wow, you got 70, 40 some. They're like, wait till you hit page 16. Tell me that somebody opens it and goes, God, these are 78 of my favorite things. Wow, that is a, like, but. Try to name 78 of your favorite anything. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I don't even have 78 friends. I don't know. Uh, but the thing is, like, what when, when you when you unpack this thing, because you're like, oh, this is impressive. How do you, like. It comes in a Mary Poppins purse. Like, where just, do you put it all? Yeah. And, like, how do you remember that? And then doesn't this all go bad at the same time? That's insane. No, because it's cured. So I think put the cheeses in the fridge. <laughs> like I'm planning, like somebody's going to send me a Swiss colony. You know, I thought Please, was... for the love of God, send me a Swiss colony box. The pictures of the meat after they've cut into them does not, it actually makes me a vegetarian. Yeah, it's mystery loaf. It does not look great. It's a pinkish hue. I tried to wax my chest when I was in my 20s. <laughs> and Mare sold this thing for guys where um, you put it in the microwave and it, then you can just roll it on. Okay, okay. And then just rip it off with whatever. I don't know how long you put in that fucking microwave. I must have had like a third degree burn. I am surprised I even have skin on my chest. They're like, Patrick, what's been in here for five minutes? I, I holy, f I can still feel, this was like 20 years ago. I... I've never felt a burn like that. Oh my god! Some hot wax. Talk about hot, hot wax, wax, baby. This and tell me after the first time you did the whole chest, right? No, you I, just I, did one strip and I you did, were done. I was like, we're good. I mean, I've waxed my chest before, but someone did it. But <clears throat> I don't oh. do that anymore. Do, do you go to the pros to get it done? Well, I mean, I guess they're. I mean, that's their job. I, I literally to, like, went to a Russian alley. woman once. Yeah, but I got that a Russian woman. And it was just like in Sex in the City, where it's like these women see more vagina in a day. A drive-by waxing. Then, then uh, Chris, what's his name? Who keeps having kids? Nick Cannon. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris Cannon. Diane Cannon. Diane Cannon. I, at this point, I feel like he's actually populating the planet. He could be. Nick Cannon. He has had his eleventh kid. He's like what twenty-eight. I know, like, calm it down. Why do you need 11 kids? Why are you spreading your seed like it's a farmland? Like, two's good. Oh, 
Even that. I I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing out a number. I don't want any children. I don't even want them in my house. Don't even look at me when you say that, like you're looking for a willing participant. It's like if I, if there was a kid in my house, it's like finding a cockroach. It's like, pick it up and throw it out. <laughs> Smash it against the wall. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is this doing in here? This is supposed to scatter when the lights go on. What's it doing here? Kill it. You've got some mouth on you, cockroach. <laughs> I'm telling your mother, cockroach. <laughs> Why do you keep calling my son cockroach? Is this yours? Do you need to know why? Jesus. Jesus. All right, what do you say? Should we just jump right in and see what kind of magic happens? Yes. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Patrick O'Brien. Oh, God, and I'm Brenda Fricker. (laughs) And we're coming to you from the Baja Bar, the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Happy birthday to me. Aww. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, overlooked middle child. <laughs> Happy birthday <laughs> to me. <laughs> is that Lisa Simpson? <laughs> of course it is. That's right. And just like Lisa, I used to play the saxophone. So this week, like all weeks, I am not going to play the saxophone for you because you don't want to hear me go, ha, 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 tequila. I don't. Instead, I'm going to drink tequila this week, damn it, because this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're bringing them to CVS and we're walking them around and making them unlock the good chocolate. We're reading their articles, damn it. That's what we do this week, all weeks. So what are you waiting for? Follow us on your social medias. At Dear Official on your Insta, your, mm, I want to say Twitter for now, your Facebook, mm, for now. And the whole world is collapsing. Isn't it great? I Get like rid it. of all the platforms. I would Just love it. find us live. Maybe maybe in the new year you'll be finding us live. Or dead. So, or what ifs, what ifs, whatever 2023 brings, right? And it should bring you to our website, dearpodofficial.com, where you can binge every last episode, but I would prefer that you would do it on Apple Podcasts so that you have the honor of rating, reviewing, and subscribing to our silly asses. Please hit up that little five-star button. Just push us right on up the charts, baby. And then when you're done doing that, email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com, or slide into our DMs at... A dear pod official on Instagram and send us a question. We take advice questions this week, all weeks, every damn week, and we will attempt to answer them on the air. We are unqualified to do so, which means, of course, we will try. And finally, most importantly, she persisted. Oh, and and though she be but small, she be loud, damn it. So check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dear pod official. Where for a mere 3 or $5 a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week. And especially this week, which is my birth week. Give me money. Send money to Patreon. Keep us in Swiss colony beef logs. <laughs> if we get like four new Patreon subscribers, we can get... Um, 131 of your finest months. <laughs> <laughs> 132 and a half. You know what? Aim for the stars. What if you just got a, a giant basket and half of it had like a, like someone had nibbled 
each one. Well, then it's 26 and a half of your favorites. I would love that. <laughs> that would be amazing. Like somebody who knows that they just got fired from Swiss Colony. Like, oh my God, someone ate. No, no, no. I got that. I got that pack. Ha- like, half eaten. Right. Yeah. It was like a it deal. It was on sale. And it was something with when I sent my money order in. Mm-hmm. With change. With change. With coins and like <laughs> pound notes. Yeah. In, in a little envelope. <laughs> 27 favorites, Patty. <laughs> I don't know. I trust that the garden vegetable cheese tort with sausage will travel well. So if you join Patreon, please send us this savory 12-ounce tort, which is made from cream cheese and white cheddar. Oh, my God. With accent, or cheddar accented with veggies, seasonings, and savory herbs. Because what could possibly go wrong when you're shipping a cream <clears throat> cheese item in the mail? Nothing could possibly go wrong. But you know what? You should always eat this while you're driving. Oh, uh, yes. Road trips. And especially <clears throat> when you know there will be traffic on the GWB. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, and let's play some Russian roulette. A toilet in sight. That, there is one box that has a literal whole ham in the middle of it. Ham. So join Patreon.com that so like that we That looks like a spice get... rack. That doesn't even look like a gift box. It is five bricks of cheese, five... Various sausages, a ham, a Swiss and bacon spread and or dip. That's what? <laughs> what do you mean? A mellow cheddar spread and or dip. What do you mean that it's a spread and or dip? It says incredible spreadables. So it tastes like Swiss and bacon. So it's just like Swiss cheese and bacon. Or you could, you could, so you could dip it yeah. and what? Forget it. <laughs> and it has even some jelly beans there if you want a nice palate cleanser. So uh, yeah, check us out, what and then go to Swiss Colony. Accent like, here's some ham, here's some some uh, some bacon, sausage, Gouda spread, and or hairspray, and <laughs> some craisins. It's like John Swiss Colony, like, and he still the- runs the business, but he's a bit like dementia is just starting to kick in so they're like okay john we're gonna put the gift baskets together this year so what do you want in it runts okay <laughs> a brick of colby okay we can do that a brick of swiss perfect a five and a half five and three quarter pound ham okay <laughs> okay three okay. chewables of liverwurst chewables uh, like I'm gonna chew it and then I'm gonna spit it in the box. Okay, okay. Let me. Um, an IV drip, mm. and um, uh, I'll take a Clark bar. I can do that. Okay. Now, do you want the Special K cereal in this box or the next one? I want you to empty out the Special K on top. Okay. Like it's snow. And the mayonnaise. I want it to be in, but no lid. Oh, okay. Done and done. Swiss colony, everybody. That's right. This week is my birthday episode, so we have picked articles for you to do with birth and dates or just days of birth and birthing. Birthing centers. Birthing cents. Nobody could pay me enough to go to a birthing center with them. Nobody's asked. Nobody's asked. Do you guys want to go apple picking? Mm -mm. Do you guys want to go to a birthing center? Oh, my God, I do. Do you Uh guys want to go to the movies? Mm, I don't know. Okay. Uh, bowling? Mm, done that. Birthing center? Yes. I'll bring the car around. You know they sell candles there, right? Oh. The oh. birthing center. Are they scented beef scented? Candles. Yeah. <laughs> 
Swiss colony beef scented candles. I got a birthday. You got to send it my way. So we're going to have to call Moth today so that she can, you know, tell us tales about, you know. Were you a natural birth? Were you birthed like Ricky Lake in a tub? Oh, my God. Could you imagine if my parents were those parents? It would be a very different life. No, I was was a very natural birth, but I made a very aggressive entry. You had long, long nails or something? Yeah, I held on to the sides Yeah, as I went out. <laughs> it was like going down a water slide, and you're trying to like get a grip on the sides to try to slow yourself down. Mm-hmm. You break it was your like arms. that. Yeah, basically. Mm. Um, Moth waited a little too long because she got cocky because she already had the one kid, my brother. And we all know my brother has the same birthday as me, three years apart. And they had sex the same. Stop time. it. Stop. Stop. Stop it! Don't make me take my my twenty eight beef logs and leave. So you know, three years after you were born, they tried it again. No, they didn't. Yeah, Once they this did. came out, that was it. No, they were trying to. It's uh, a ginger child. You've already found perfection. Oh God. Uh, yeah, she she did not know. Ma'am, I'm so sorry. She's a ginger. Oh no! my God! Put it back. <laughs> it's not done. It's not done. I didn't want this for you. <laughs> You're going to have such a hard life. <laughs> Never being able to see the sun like powder. <laughs> yes, she she got cocky. So with Alan, it took her a while to, to like have a bebe. But then for me, she was like, I have to take my time. She said she walked in the hospital and a half hour later, like she had just made it. I came this close to being born at home <laughs> unintentionally. It's like she had that uh, spreadable... Uh, beef and cheese spread. I don't know what happened. I had some Swiss and bacon. I was feeling fine. You know, I had one piece of liverwurst and boom, there you were, a ginger baby. Luckily, I had that mayonnaise. <laughs> Good, thank God. What'd I do otherwise? For lubricant. Yeah, well, because they lock it up at CVS, you know. <laughs> Can't get it easily. So we have articles to do with birth. Patty, hit me. This is from the Monitor McAllen, Texas, December 29th, 2001. Birthday girls' party is not happy occasion for guest. Dear Abby, I am knee-deep in a quandary. I have a 30-something-year-old friend who throws herself a girls-only birthday party every year. Mm. This soiree always takes place at a nice restaurant selected by the hostess where guests are expected to pay their own drinks and meals. The cost usually runs from 60 to 80 per person. In addition, each guest is expected to bring the birthday girl a gift. Oh, my God. In years past, I've come up with excuses in order to get out of attending. In order to get out of attending. This year, I learned through the grapevine that I'm not the only one who is reluctant to go. With the economy being what it is, I cannot justify the expenditure of attending this party. How would you suggest I go about being removed from the guest list this year and in the future? Signed, Count Me Out in San Jose. Oh. Just say no, right? Can't you just RSVP no? Yeah. You, why do you have to give, like, a BS? Just don't go. All right. That's our advice. Dear Count Me Out, tell the birthday girl you have other plans this year. Then talk to the other guests on the list for this annual tribute and suggest that you all get together mid-year to celebrate your collective birthdays with the understanding that your treasured friendship should be the only gift allowed. Uh, it's too much work. That's The second just, part just is too much go. work. Just don't go. You can say no. Why did you, why did you write in for that answer? I mean, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Well, I guess there's the pressure to feel like you have to deliver every year. I've never, I, I, 
I don't, I have hostess anxiety where I don't like hosting an event where I know that I sort of like have to get people around. And there's a lot of pressure around a birthday to be like, yeah, and, and you can feel it fade as the years go on, like the need to, to mark the occasion or to like, have a birthday. Right. That's why we all kind of above the age of 30, then just start going, I'll see you in a decade. I'll see you in a decade. Mm-hmm. You celebrate the 40, the 50, and that's only, you're only celebrating because you're still breathing. I think it's just best if you just like, here's what I'm doing. You don't owe anything. Don't bring anything. Come by if you want to. Right. Yeah. But then. But then if no one comes by, then you feel like shit. Exactly. Then you're like the Thank movie you. Stella and you're Trini Alvarado. No one shows up to your sweet 16. <laughs> I don't want to be Trini Alvarado. Well, Nobody wants to do I that. See her all, I saw her at Ariba and I was just what? like. What? <laughs> I, I was at Ariba, Wait, Ariba. Wait a minute. You, you've seen. Um, Trini Alvarado. Ramona from Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. Trini Alvarado. Does she, she just hangs out? She must. And I'm sitting there, and I looked at Marcus. I'm like, I cannot believe that Trini Alvarado is just walking amongst us, and no one is saying anything. And he's like, "Who's Trini Alvarado?" I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with Wait, you?" Wait, I'm not gonna lie. I I have to do this. You don't know who Trini Alvarado is? No, it just says American actress. Hold on. What? I'm she googling was her. In I Justin googled Bateman's Liverpool. Satisfaction, aka. <gasps> I know her. Yes. Stella. 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 With, with Bette Midler. Little Women. Little Women. I think The Babe. Satisfact. You're right. How do you know her whole filmography? I, Why do I you mean, know? <laughs> because you're going to talk to her one day at Ariba Ariba. She walked past me and I literally was like, it's like Jennifer Aniston walking out of Ariba Ariba and no one's fucking saying anything. I mean, yeah. Kind of like a 1980s Jennifer Aniston. It, she's a big deal. I dare you to go up to her. And someone's like, oh, no, she's she's really good friends with the owner. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So it wouldn't do you any good to, like, send her a drink? I don't know. But she's perpetually looked like she's, like, 70. She's, like, one of those girls that embraces, like, the gray hair and all that fun oh, stuff. Oh, Patty, from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> but you know what? Then I'm going to be that tragic woman that's still dyeing her hair red when it's all gray underneath, so it just creates this, like, Crayola effect. I disagree. My mother... My mother. And, <laughs> what happened to your mouth? I, I don't know. I have just Bell's palsy, briefly. My mother and her best friend. Best friend is redhead. My mother has really dark brown hair, brown, black. Um, Till the day that my aunt passed away, red, flaming red hair. But did she look nutty or did she no. look natural? No, my mom, I mean, my mom has doesn't have gray I mean, my mom is 90. Oh, you mean so it's a natural red hair she had? She wasn't dying it? No, bitch. It is. It is dyed. Okay. Yes. Oh, thank God. It is dyed. Oh, God. My mother's hair also is dyed. You would never question it, really, because it just doesn't. I mean, I have more gray hair than my mom. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, look at your job. But I, I know I have gray hair in there. Keeps showing up a little bit more aggressively every. And you just keep dying it. Oh, f- I see. There's nothing wrong. Yeah. Either way, if you want to dye your hair or not dye your hair, great. The only thing is, I just don't want to be that old lady that that's like, now I'm gonna go pink. I don't mind that either. But the like, this, the Golden Girls haircuts, I'm not into that. 
the blue yeah. tint. I don't want to look like Maxine from those cards. <laughs> no, those great that, cards that, that like men are like toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, the the tight <laughs> the tight curls and just like a halo of hair. Do we even still do that though? I feel like someone's was... doing it, and I need them all to stop. Well, I mean, but I feel like our idea of an old lady is trapped in what our 1980s understanding was of old ladies. And the day that somebody said that the the women on Golden Girls were the same age or younger than the Sex and the City gals now mm-hmm. in, in these remakes. It it was like I took the blue pill in the Matrix. I just yeah. was like, oh, uh, I just short-circuited. So here's the other thing that people do with these older ladies. when If they don't give them that halo of hair, mm-hmm. then what they do is then they, they just comb it like out yeah. so their hair is strapped to their head like a kindergartner on his first day of school. So I don't okay. like it when they do that to women of a certain age when she's like, it's okay to use the blow tray. Just tease, feather it. Well, I don't, give make it her a look lift. like Christy McNichol. Something other than what you just did. But also, then I have the problem with being older and having the long-haired thing. This Lisa sort of like hippy-dippy, really long, straight, always wearing it like in a, a bun or Are you talking about Sissy Spacek? Oh, yeah. Actually, that's a good template. <laughs> you mean yeah. like our neighbor, Linda, who down the hall, who I swear to God, I'm like, this is, is Linda. the longest macrame of hair I've ever <laughs> seen. Is it, is it like matted, though? No, she she must brush. I don't know. Is she she looks like she's... Does she look like the kind of woman who sits in front of the mirror and is like, 74, no. 75, 76 pieces in this no, gift she, box from Swiss Coffee? She must, have, <laughs> she must have lived in this building for a good 40 plus years. Can you imagine how low her rent is? Yes, I can. Do I you can't, ask her? No. But this braid, I'm like, this is... And now, but because I know her husband, I'm like, this, she grew this braid to be rescued. She must have thrown this outside <laughs> the window every now and again. <laughs> Whenever my husband forgets his keys, I just throw this braid out the window of our fourth floor apartment and he shimmies up it. Ow, ow, ow. Stop pulling it. All right. I have an article for you for right. this birthday episode. It comes from the Corvallis Gazette Times. Corvallis, Oregon. March 31st, 1990. Ooh, Corvallis. Birth can bring on depression. This feels like it's appropriate for the yeah, birth I get month. It. Dear Ann Landers, the birth of a baby is a time for joy. It can also be a time of anxiety, loneliness, and depression. If you have had a baby recently or know someone who has just given birth, you or she may be experiencing some of the following. Crying for no apparent reason. Feelings of helplessness or hopelessness. Excessive concern or no concern for the baby. Anger, anxiety, or panic attacks. Well, I didn't have a kid, but I hit all of these markers. <laughs> this morning. I'm postpartum. <laughs> I'm no postpartum uh, postpartum. I just checked. Uh, there is no activity below the waist at all, so I don't know how you got I don't know, man, but I scrolled through all these before 10 a.m., all these feelings. Oh, um, oh, wait, there's more. There's more in the list I missed. Or panic attacks, feelings of inadequacy or inability to cope, exaggerated mm-hmm. highs or lows, check, dramatic check. changes in your sleep, check. check, and or eating patterns, check, check, mm-hmm. and depression that may range from sadness to thoughts of suicide, check, 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 check. Sound of a lone gone shot. <laughs> if so, you or she may be experiencing postpartum depression. PPD. Now, this was new back then, right? What no, is this? this is 1990, not super new. This was, we're right in the Brooke Shields era. You're glib, Matt. You're glib. That's Tom Cruise talking to Matt Lauer about Brooke Shields. <gasps> really? 
put a mm. put a pin in that because we'll go back to that right. in a second. PPD is different from the baby blues that most people hear about. The baby blues occur three to five days after the birth and normally last a few days or weeks. The baby blues occur in about 80% of women. If symptoms persist beyond two or three weeks or if they become severe, the blues may have developed into postpartum depression. PPD can occur any time within the first year after delivering a child, but it is more typical within the first six months. Although there are several theories regarding the cause of PPD, there is no conclusive evidence. The important issue is that there are women who have PPD and that they can be helped. If you are one of these women, or if you know someone who is suffering from PPD, write to address, address, address. They will send you information if requested. Uh, Sometimes just knowing that you are not alone and that you will get better is a tremendous relief. Signed, LB Seattle. You're down with... (laughs) (laughs) You're down with PPD. Yeah, Yeah, you're down No, you don't know me. Nobody knows me. (laughs) Dear Seattle, how right you are. Thanks for the information. You have helped educate a great many women today. And I, we should talk to Moth about this one because I think she had the PPD, but not with me. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> so um, Brooke, Brooke Shields had that book come out and she was talking about her postpartum depression, blah, blah, blah. That was like a big thing. Remember that? Right. And then Tom Cruise comes out and saying, oh, shut up. Uh, rebuttaling her use of <gasps> drugs to treat that. And he goes, because, you know, uh, Tom Cruise is a doctor, a scientist, a rocket scientist. Uh-huh. Else. And he's, you know, lecturing Matt Lauer, who's interviewing him about, like, you know, medications and how stupid it is and no one needs it. And, <gasps> blah, blah, blah. and Matt says, well, she has, you know, basically defending Brooke Shields. And he looks at him. He's like, you're glib, Matt. You're glib. <laughs> In the most condescending. Now, keep in mind, these are two people I don't like anyway. Like, there's Matt Lauer, who, like, rapes women in his office. Yeah. And then there's this asshole that traps women in his office. A turducken of crap. Right. A turducken. Oh, my God. Who's the bigger douchebag? Oh, that's a douche interview. Oh, my God. You're glib, Matt. Harvey Weinstein's in the back, just in like, <laughs> oh, at least I'm not on. Eating an eclair. <laughs> Pass the Viennetta, would you? <laughs> Are these smoked sausages for everybody? I'll just... I'm going to dip it in this. What is this? I'm going to help semen. myself That's to fine. 78 of my favorite items. <laughs> look, look, I got a sausage on each finger. <laughs> you know I what know. I mean? Here, come here, Nancy. Oh, are those jelly beans? <laughs> those candied almonds? I bet you can't catch them in your mouth. How <laughs> about you try the sausage in your mouth? That's not a sausage. You got it. Oh, Harvey. <laughs> Am I in your next I film? would. I, I want to look this up now because there would be nothing that would make me want to put my foot through a TV screen more than Tom Cruise, A, pretending to be a, 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 a expert on anything. Sure. And B, pretending to be an expert on women's bodies mm-hmm. when the Scientologists are basically just marrying them off to... Correct. Yeah. No, I think That's it's, it's worth nuts. it's worth a, a listen. Oh, you're glib. And the use glib. of the word glib, you're too. Glib, man. You're glib. It's the most obnoxious. You're ugly, Tom. Uh, but I'm not, clearly, right? But your teeth are weird. I've never found Tom Cruise attractive. But that's how I would fight. This is why Moth was always like, you should, you should have been a lawyer. You'd be such a good lawyer. I was like, you don't know how I fight. If you're, I got frustrated in a short, court of Tom, law, I'd be like, short. suck it. And then... <laughs> I would have like a mountain of contempt charges against me. If you walk into a courtroom and you find like if I walked in and then you were the lawyer, I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> Don't roll your eyes at me. Contempt. <laughs> She's out. She's out. 
Because I literally would be like, this guy's an asshole. Like, I would say things like that. So if I was interviewing Tom Cruise and he said that, I would just be like, your teeth are off center. I'd like that. I'd like that. I think I'd like that interview. Yeah. Let's, let's take this in a whole different direction. You're glib, Aaron. You're an asshole, Tom. What do you know about anything? He doesn't know anything, period. Exclamation point. PPD. Like yeah. P- I felt like I should talk about this on my birthday episode. Yeah. I'm Happy glad you did. birthday awesome. to pivot. Me. Pivot hard, okay. hard, fast. Mm. Oh, fuck. Trini Alvarado fast. I mean, she walked right past my table. Please go up to her and say, I loved you and Polly. I don't, the, the, about the bird? Yep. How the fuck did I even know that? I never saw the movie. What is wrong with you that you know so much about Trini Alvarado <laughs> I don't, and her movies? I don't, listen, I, because I, obviously, I was struck by the movie Stella and <laughs> I am still traumatized. That's why I don't have birthday parties because no one will fucking show up. But you have an encyclopedic knowledge of bullshit that there has to be a job out there for that. I don't know. Maybe put. Maybe I should start a band based on their band and satisfaction with Justine Bateman uh-huh. and who? Julia Roberts. Whoa. And Liam Neeson. What? What kind of fever dream was that? That somebody was like, I'm trying to put together a cast, this you guys. This was supposed to be Justine Bateman's big break into movies. And it should have been. She was underappreciated. You know what? I like the movie. I love the Batemans. I think Trini was the... Maybe she played bass. Bass or drums. Yeah, it looks like it. I think Julia Roberts was guitar. Of course. Sure. Yeah. Sure. We should watch that. We should have a viewing party. That'd be great. Satisfaction viewing party, everybody. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at Dear Bud Official. I also owned the soundtrack. Of course you did. <laughs> I wouldn't expect. I'm surprised I didn't. I'm actually let down. I'm disappointed in myself today. <laughs> you should be. I should be. Oh, God. All right. Next, hit me next, with an article as a gift. Next, a gift to next, me. Next. This is from the Galveston Daily News, Dear Galveston, Texas. May 18th, 1996. Dear Abby, if you give a birthday gift to a friend, isn't it proper for the friend to remember you with a gift on your birthday? I thought that's how it worked. I always try to give my friends gifts for their birthdays. However, my birthday was a week ago, and not one of the six good friends to whom I gave gifts gave one to me. One gave me a card, another made cupcakes to share with everyone at lunch, and another friend decorated my locker. I'm a high school student. <laughs> Well, that would have been creepy. The other three did nothing. Perhaps this is just my opinion, but I don't consider a card a gift. To me, a gift is something material that someone has put some effort into making or buying, not something that was put together at the last minute. The cupcakes and decorated locker were nice, and I appreciated them, but after having given them real gifts for their birthdays, I was disappointed to not receive any. I'm sure it wasn't a matter of money for any of them. I don't intend to say anything to them about it, but when their birthdays come around, again, should I still give them gifts or should I just wish them happy birthday with a card? But I'm not bitter. (laughs) I love to give gifts, but I find it offensive when people don't treat me the same way that I treat them. Signed, disappointed birthday girl. She continues this. She will be Trini Alvarado and Stella. (laughs) No one's going to fucking show up. I hear a little mission for all two and a half listeners. Yes. Who's the half? I don't know yet. (laughs) 
if you Google Stella and when the party rolls around and if your heart does not fall out of your chest and you're crying, you are not even fucking human. I'm I'm just uh Okay. Let me finish. The okay, question. go on, go on. Dear disappointed, a real gift, in my opinion, is something given from the heart in the spirit of generosity with no thought of receiving anything in return. Basically saying, bitch, if you got something, it's better than nothing. <laughs> no. Well, first of all, decorating lockers. Did people do that in your school? It was an all boys school. I didn't want to get my ass kicked. And I also they didn't decorate it any- with your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going back to the question of the gifts thing. And that's in high school, so I guess you expect something. I I would feel, I don't, don't buy me gifts. I even told Jules this year, if he's listening, I was like, I'm good, I'm good. The only thing I ever want is a cupcake from Magnolia Bakery. And he still hasn't come through just on that one thing. (laughs) That's all you want? I love the cup, because I feel like on my birthday, that's the time that I'm supposed to eat that and not beat myself up for eating it. Me and Trini Alvarado at Magnolia Bakery. That's what I want for my birthday this year. Can we make that happen? Trini? Trini, can you? Trini, can you hear me? Can you feel me near you? Yes, and can you please leave? What are you doing in my home? (laughs) I'm I'm trying to find the scene, and now. I know, we're kind of obsessed with it. You search for that, and I will read one Final birthday article. This one comes from the Akron Beacon. Oh, what? say that five times fast. This comes from the Akron Beacon Journal. Akron where? Ohio. January 8, 1973. Dear Anne, I hope you can come up with an answer. I am beside myself. My married son has two children. One was born on December 8th. The other was born on December 18th. My son's birthday happens to be December 3rd. My birthday. My son's wife decided that the birthdays are too close together, also that they are too close to Christmas. She claims it is a lot of work to put on three birthday parties within two weeks, plus the fact that the kids get cheated out of birthday presents. (laughs) Plus the fact that that was the day I had a stroke. She claims it is a lot of work to put on three birthday parties within two weeks, plus the fact that kids get cheated out of birthday presents because relatives ignore the birthdays and send only Christmas gifts that say, Happy Birthday, Merry Christmas! My daughter-in-law <laughs> wants to celebrate the older boy's birthday in October and the younger boy's in November. She says it is only for the purpose of spacing the parties and she doesn't plan to mess around with the birth certificates. Can you even do that legally? Like, these are real pain in the ass. I had three kids in December, and it's too close to Christmas. Uh, You're born in July. Happy Scorpio. I know Scorpio's not in July, you guys. Virgo, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. Uh, I am opposed to this idiotic plan because I believe birthdays should be celebrated on the day of one's birth. If this plan goes through, I will never be able to remember my grandchildren's birthdays, and neither will they. What do you think? Signed, Mixed Up Grandma. Dear Grandma, I think she should leave the kids' birthdays alone, but I'll bet she changes them. And when she does, resolve to keep your mouth shut like a good mother-in-law and go along with it. And Better just shut your mouth, mother. Here's where I luck out. I've always lucked out as a kid because my birthday is close enough to Christmas but not too close to where you would roll both into one. Right. However, comma, my Jules is born on December 21st, eerily close to the birth of the Lord. And 
his mother, that, you know, three foot two, small, angry Italian woman would say to the, the relatives, you don't get my son one gift and say it's his birthday and Christmas gift. You give him two, two separate gifts. So he always ended up getting a full thing. But I always feel bad for the, some of my <clears throat> best friends, everybody's born in December. Me and my brother born on the same day. But I have never felt cheated from a birthday experience because of my brother. And we were far enough away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he liked boy things and I like girl things. I liked boy things eventually. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And Trini Alvarado. <laughs> Trini Alvarado. So, <laughs> like it's an exclamation. You just scream it when you got nothing else to say. Well, uh, Trini Alvarado. So I'm going to do that, but every place I go to, I'm sure no one knows what the fuck I'm talking I could be sp- like speaking Swahili. Here comes that guy who always says Trini Alvarado. Who the fuck is Trini? Just what don't look him saying? in the eye. So what I'm saying is that it's tough for people who were born in December. I can't imagine having three kids that are all born in December all together. And cl- like it's an it's a nightmare for us mm-hmm. because we do we always host Thanksgiving and then we have a Christmas party. It's my birthday. It's Jules's birthday. It's, it's Chuck's birthday. It's Christ. That guy, Christ. Yeah. He's got plenty, though. He's got myrrh and frankincense. I'm not worried about everything a kid needs. Absolutely. And like Raj, like all my all good friends, everybody's born in December. So it's like, oh, a hat on a hat on a hat on a hat. By the time you get to Christmas, who cares? Right. I feel right. bad for my friend who's born on December 27th. That's the worst. Well, oh, it's the worst because you're in that. Nobody likes the week between Christmas and New Year's. True. However, that could work to his advantage for getting all the cast-off gifts from other people. That, so he's like, oh, Re-gifting? Fucking, he's probably like the re-gift king. He's like, this is amazing. As far as I know, no. And no. where he really gets Then his screwed. friends suck. <laughs> they do. He gets screwed because at that point, people are so partied out. Mm-hmm. And it's it just is like, oh, let's just get to the end already. I hate the week between Christmas and New Year's. It's a dead week. It is a dead... Because no offices are open. You can't get anything done. There's no momentum you can't i hate that feeling it's like everybody's sick like there's one person in the office you don't know why you're there there's nothing to do you should have just stayed at home absolutely what you should do is you should play the 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 uh, the trailer of stella just see if it just see (laughs) see if this could be a birthday gift just for you Okay, first of all, I miss when movie trailers told you the entire movie in the trailer. (laughs) That was the longest fucking movie trailer. But he also narrated it. She's a girl who likes eating cheesecake. (laughs) He's a guy who reads on the toilet. Together, they're girl who eats cheesecake and guy who reads on toilet. (laughs) Bette Midler from Beaches. (laughs) She enjoys a 27-piece gift box from Swiss Colony. (laughs) Steven... The dad from Seventh Heaven, who was recently arrested for <laughs> sexual molesting somebody, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Hell's Kitchen favorite Trini Alvarado. Stephen, what's his name? Who who started a comb over trend before they was trendy? <laughs> wow, that went on for a while. And how is that not every every character Bette Midler has ever played ever? 
He's like, uh, you can't tell me what to do. I'm rough around the edges, and I'm going to figure it out on my own. I'm a strong woman with a good sense of humor. I'm Bette Midler. She's a good, strong woman. I don't want to get married, and you don't want to marry me. I'd like to live alone in this weird house. She's an angry, independent woman who's living in a one-bedroom apartment in Hell's Kitchen <laughs> with a daughter who drinks large margaritas at Ariba Ariba on Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> While local homosexuals stare at her from across the restaurant floor. If you don't talk to her next time you see her, that is the, like, if you can give me one birthday gift, it's just the promise of engaging. I, I Here, a couple of things. First of all, I don't know if you know, but this movie is a little heavy handed. Oh, uh, oh okay. I don't know why you would say such a thing. It's a little the Duncan Hines frosting that is on <laughs> is, the screen. Nothing is really great about Bette Midler's life. I mean, I thought it was going to be like she's going to, you know, be CC Bloom, but she doesn't. She no. never blooms. Oh, really? I don't think so. No. Oh well. And she wants to give away her her girlfriend. I mean, it's just sad. She wants to give away her girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, her daughter. <laughs> whatever the fuck she is. <laughs> whatever the fuck she is. <laughs> whatever Trini whatever means to her. Whatever the fuck she is. She's with Trini Alvarado. Well, I mean. Nothing makes me sadder than calling your mom. So maybe. Oh my God! Let's see if my mother watched Stella. This sounds exactly like me and Moth. It's we're we're the Bette Midler and Trini Alvarado. (laughs) And now it's time for the Moth Report. It's time to call me and see what the weather is like where I'm standing. Patty, make the dee 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 noise. You heard the woman. In honor of my birthday. Time to call my mother. Time to call my mother and find out if she's ever seen the fine feature film called Stella, starring Bette Midler and Trini Alvarado. What do you think the over-under is she knows who she is? Hello. Well, hello. How are you? (laughs) Well, fine. How are you? I just took a nap. (laughs) When are you not napping? I don't know. I need one every day. Every day at this time. She has to close her eyes and rest because she is my mother. And this week we are celebrating my birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, Patty, do you want to ask her the important questions out of the gate? Because I feel like you. Okay, number one, were you disappointed when Aaron came out of the womb? (laughs) And two, have you ever seen the movie Stella with Bette Midler? And Academy Award-nominated actress Trini Alvarado. That's I don't know if that's actually true. But now, but we're gonna say it, she is. So those are two questions for you. Question the first: Were you disappointed when I arrived on this earth? No, actually, because like you know, in those days, we didn't know ahead of time whether it was gonna be a boy or a girl. And the doctor would just kind of listen to the heartbeat. He told me you were gonna be an eight and a half pound boy, and I was. So, She's and built you like. Were, and I was stunned. When uh, it turned out that he was wrong, because you were an eight and a half pound girl. <laughs> uh, remains to be seen, I would and say. And you're still eight and a half pounds. <laughs> oh, well, th- oh my God, thank you. I'm just trying to get back to my birth weight. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and did you hear what the second question the was? The second question, no. It kind of, it kind of, just tell, tell me that again. Have you, do uh, you ever see the movie Stella with Bette Midler Stella. and timeless classic Trini Alvarado? Never. What the hell? Never. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, of all the things you've said that have shook Patty to the core, it's that you don't know who Trini Alvarado is. I'm like, I know who Bette Midler is. <laughs> I'm so out of it. Wow. I'm so out of touch. So you never saw Stella? No. Why? You suggested? 
Do you suggest it, Patty? He's the only one who's seen it. Oh. Yes, I do suggest it if you're a lonely teenage boy. <laughs> you so know, I, I kind of like the weird movies, so maybe I would like that. Do you like know. to be sad? I mean, obviously you're... You do like to be sad. You love the movie I, Prancer. I like to, I, is, it a, is it a sad ending or is it an uplifting ending? I don't remember, but uh, it the trailer doesn't make it look good. <laughs> oh, for all okay. Involved. It's jo- all right. got well, John you know Goodman. I'll look yeah. it up on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, sometimes I look oh. at a movie like that before I oh, put Tomatoes. in the time. <laughs> oh, so I'll give it a shot. <laughs> that was a hell of a pee on that <laughs> yeah. put right there. Rotten. I feel like Rotten. I can feel the spit from here. <laughs> yeah, I think I need a wipe. What are your weird movies that you like? You said you like weird movies. Give us oh, a couple of oh. examples. Oh, um, Violets Are Blue. I highly recommend that movie. That is so good. What's it's who's a, in it? Back in the 1980s. It's uh, Sissy Spacek and <laughs> Kevin Kline. <laughs> That's very good. I mean, I'm sold, Patty. It's got Sissy Spacek and her long hair in it. So according to Rotten Tomatoes, Stella gets 29% from <gasps> the tomato meter. And seventy-seven oh, percent from the oh. audience score. Audiences oh. loved it. Critics did not. I t- I kind of tend to go with the audiences, so I might give that a if try. If you like Eileen Brennan, Marsha Mason, and pedophile Marsh. Stephen Collins, you'll like this movie. These are all your favorite I people. Do. I like all those people. I like all those people. <laughs> I mean, Roger I also... Ebert said Stella may be corny, but it's got a big, great heart. Oh, Stephen Collins is that the one? Hey, have you ever seen? Um... A Woman Scorned, the Betty Broderick story. Starring Meredith oh. Baxter, formerly Bernie. Yes. You saw Try it? that one. <laughs> That's a doozy. <laughs> well, this will all be a wonderful birthday gift to me, I have to say. Hey, how are you celebrating me today? Today? Or how, are in December? Uh, well, I'll go out You should buy celebrate you a card. me the whole month of December. <laughs> I'll buy you a birthday card. Oh, lucky uh, let's me. Let's see what else. <laughs> Maybe yeah, a meat of the month club. Ooh, very fancy. Uh, I like tried that? to tell Patty about like. my emergency birth that you got. You were very relaxed and going to the hospital. Well, actually, you came like real quick. <laughs> I didn't realize how fast it, I would have acted on it a lot sooner than I did. See? I. I was going into like, you know, pains and stuff like that. I said, I can, I've got time. I can wait. I can wait. I can wait. When I got to the hospital within a half an hour, you were, you were here. And I shot out of the cannon like, hello, boys. (laughs) Get her. Holy crap. That was fast. I, I should have. She's always been a fast girl. (laughs) I have. (laughs) And I haven't stopped moving quickly ever since. Wow. That was, and and it was like. It was weird because then I went into the shakes. I had got. They told me that happens sometimes when it happens quickly. She, I, I was she like took shaking everything for about twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> she took it all, and she hasn't stopped yet. It's wow. so true. She's still shaking to this day. Oh, ah, it's a yeah. ginger child. Ah. <laughs> I shut that place down. That was one of the last babies born at that hospital. But you knew that you were pregnant, right? It's not one of those like prom things where you go to the bathroom. Next thing you know, there's a scra- something screaming from the toilet bowl. <laughs> yeah, like remember that that TV show that was like, I didn't know I was pregnant. There were reenactments. How could that possibly be? This is That's the, impossible. If you've ever watched that show, it's in the same category I'd put it in as like my 600-pound life. Right. 
And I remember mm. watching that show when they would do reenactments of these girls having babies, like when they didn't know they were pregnant. And there was one girl who went to the bathroom, literally had a baby in her leggings. In her, like, oh my <laughs> God. But then somebody, somebody went, baby, you got a baby in your pants. I'm, oh my I God. I don't mean to laugh, but. <laughs> That's a little out there. For, I think she, I would. Yeah. Uh, she what what up, an awful thought. What an awful thought. She had thought. a baby. She had a baby in her pants. <laughs> Wow, this has gone Ooh. off the rails, and that's what a good boss have, report is. Uh-oh, did what? you need a uh, forecast or anything like that? Oh, I'm sorry. Are we putting you out? No, no. I just didn't know. Uh, I didn't get anything ready. <laughs> no, oh, go right in. Just look sunny. out your window. Look out your window. It's sunny, and it's very cold, and uh, it's going to be seasonal for the next week. Uh, it's a possibility in about a Six or seven days, you might have like some a little flurry, you know, maybe an inch or something. Ooh, uh, but that's kind of good too. Pretty, you know. Um, <laughs> buffalo had five feet. Wow, we don't care about buffalo. Oh, Who's going up there? <laughs> I hate buffalo. I don't even think I've been there. It's it's way I've up there. I've been looking at some of the uh, some of the clips, and somebody's in the in their inside their garage, and they open up the garage door, and all you see is a wall of snow. <laughs> well, that's pretty stupid. Of uh, that's <laughs> no, it's stupid of them to live in Buffalo. I would move. That's the only way I oh, I would survive that. It's, that. it's that lake effect stuff, boy. That really socks them every year. They yeah, get, get you they every get time. Anybody? They're gonna get you. Wow. Good. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, here's the thing. We got to go yeah. and talk more about Trini Alvarado, and you have to look her up. And you have oh, to go I see the movie. <laughs> oh I want to get off too. the line. Honest to God, Trini, Trini is a guy guy name. Trini, isn't there Trini Lopez? Yeah. Right? That's why I thought it was a guy. Yeah. Well, it's not. Well, it's it's a young, okay. sassy brunette. All right. I will look into it. And All let right. You know. That's your assignment okay. for the week in honor of my birthday. If I have to pay any money to watch it, I probably won't. So just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> well, you know, now I know, know what to get you for you. Christmas. <laughs> Guess who's getting Stella for Christmas? Oh! Okay, guys. <laughs> All right. Go, on, go on with day. your day. Love you guys. Love have a good one. Bye. Happy, happy birthday. Bye-bye. <laughs> so she went to the bathroom and she woke up. She had a baby. <laughs> Look, if you listeners, all two and a half of you, all 27 assorted box listeners, if you're not watching, re-watching Madonna's Truth or Dare, you're doing this life wrong. I mean, we're obsessed with it. We're obsessed. You know what else we're obsessed with? Instagram mail. We're going to keep on pushing through, kids. Are you ready? Can push that baby out of your pants. I like when I do my impression of whoever this woman was in the reenactment. It's, um, it's Olympia Dukakis and Steel Magnolias. She Maybe. grabs a heart and throws it some ice. I haven't come out of my house without lycra on these thighs since I was 12. You and brought up Brad. Baby, you had a baby in your pants. <laughs> All right, ready? It's time for Instagram mail. Instagram <laughs> mail. I can't get no Instagram Take her for that chick in the Go Go's. Hush, my darling. Jane Weedlin? Yep. They look nothing alike. Oh, She's yeah. She's Telegram and Clue. She is. And she looks, she is the spitting image. She could be sisters with Trini Alvarado. 
Uh, maybe get them together. Instagram mail. You can't send it. I hate that little gentle voice. Oh, somebody punched Jane. What's her nut in the? Weedland. That's it. Also featured on the um, Pretty Woman soundtrack. Oh. Tangled. There has to be a place in this life for your weird brain. Like maybe maybe like writing questions for trivia shows or something. I don't know. Also, you can't find the soundtrack, the original soundtrack to Pretty Woman, which I don't. Everybody had it. I don't understand why it's not available on Apple Music. I'm pretty don't sure understand. I have the tape somewhere in my house. Half of it was Roxette. <laughs> I loved Roxette. My God, where are they? She's dead. She's not dead. Are you joking? Oh my God, she died. <laughs> That's the worst thing you can tell me of my birthday gift. What? Oh my God. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> Because everybody's touring now. Oh my God! Uh, what? How did Roxette? Is that her name? Are you going to look up how she died so you can tell me? Oh God! Oh my God! <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I had no idea. She died. I need a drink. In 2019? Yeah. Oh my God, that's not that long ago. <laughs> what? Ha- the- oh. I'm not laughing at her. <laughs> I'm laughing anyway. near her. Oh my God. Uh. Wow, that was the day I broke you. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm so upset. I'm oh surprised. God. Oh my God, I'm surprised I was right. Well, you were right. How, what did, how did she die? Does it say? Uh, I think it was cancer. Oh, no. Ugh. Oh. Trini Ugh. Alvarado, that's upsetting. <laughs> yes, she had a brain tumor. No. A 17-year-long battle with cancer. Holy shit. Whoa. Okay. Well, uh, well, not to bring the pod what? down, but on my birthday, I have had some major revelations. In a word, can you major. imagine? In 1990, I took you out for a showing of Stella, probably one of the most satisfying movies. Just yes, like, I can. I can and imagine. Then you to a rock set concert, concert where we find out that she had died. Listen to your heart. <laughs> She was so good. That is so upsetting. She's <laughs> again. We're not insensitive here at no, Dear Pod. We're it's not just what we're laughing at. We're just on our <clears throat> four and a half, four point thirty four. Oh my god! Of recording. 
this 27 piece assorted <laughs> chocolate set of deer pot. of deer pot please order us all right mm. it's time for instagram mail we're never ending this episode. We already sang it. We sang it. We're good. It is my birthday. Email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at dearpodofficial and send us a question if you would like answered it. It answered. <laughs> if you would like your question answered by Anything one of us two jackasses on the air, it's a free-for-all. Let the magic happen. Patty, hit me. Dear Pod, I've decided that I'm going to forego getting my family gifts this year. I think they are all greedy and entitled, and therefore they need to be reminded of the spirit of the holidays. I can only imagine their, spo- their response when I show up empty-handed, except the eggnog, of course. Do you think we as a society, society have overlooked what the holidays are all about, or am I just a Scrooge? Signed, Mistletoe, Maryland, in Michigan. Dear M.M., the spirit of the holiday season is no different than Spirit Airlines. It's messy, it's lost, and it always seems to come off cheap. These days, kids give their their parents lists of what they want instead of just appreciating what they will find under the tree. Like Santa's now a personal shopper who just happens to be a millionaire who will, of course, drop off a diamond tennis bracelet, Jimmy Choo's, and new tits. You know what Mary got on the holidays? Nothing. If it's good enough for Mary, it should be good enough for everyone else. She birthed Christ, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Oh, oh, that was an abrupt landing. Oh, just like Spirit Air. See? The lists. The lists now. We'll go back to that because that is also mentioned in Anne's answer, which it is right here. Here we go. (laughs) Dearest Marilyn, if you're a Scrooge, then call me Mr. Potter, Grinch, Bumble, Oogie Boogie, Scott Farkas, Burgermeister, Heatmeister, Harry, and Mom from Home Alone. There's a reason why every classic Christmas movie has someone who doesn't believe in Christmas, and those are the characters I connect with the most. Scrooge was just a guy trying to run a business. So was Mr. Potter. And the Grinch is a guy who hated his neighbors partying so much that he moved to the top of a hill. And even then he could still hear them. Who can't relate to that? When it comes to the true meaning of Christmas, we have lost the thread, much like season five of The Crown. It's become about spending money, not time with family. My niece and nephew register for gifts on Amazon like it's some kind of weird prepubescent bridal shower. But instead of fine china, it's wet and wild lipsticks and Roblox. (laughs) I fully support your decision to sit out the dance. Tell them your presence is present enough. The sound of happiness may be replaced by the sound of their eyes rolling, but maybe every family needs a great reset to remind them of the true meaning of Christmas. Annoying time with your family. Good luck, your sister from another Mr. Scrooge. And happy bar humbugging. The lists, the lists. People just hand you lists. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember making lists of things that I think I would want when I was little, but not, not, not hugely. I don't remember much. I forgot what catalog used to come to our house. Oh, international mail. Was it the merchandise count with the service merchandise? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. The service. Oh God, I can remember. It was so glossy, and I, I remember just ripping out things left and right. I'm like, I want this. I want this. And uh-huh. my mom's like, Are you fucking nuts? This is service merchandise, Patrick. Is... It's like Gucci of our time. What the fuck? But is my service father would go to service merchandise mm-hmm. and do all of his shopping for my mother there because you would see it come down on the conveyor belt. See, I I only knew the catalog. I didn't know it was a store. It was a a live in-person store. I can see in my mind where it was, and I would go with him, and the only reason he would buy everything from there was just so we could see it come 
out on a conveyor belt from the back. So you would wow. walk around and be like, uh, I'll take, I'm going to buy two summer sausages and three three logs of cheese and um, <clears throat> some puffy slippers. And then you like fill out a form and then you pay for stuff. And then you just go and you wait for the conveyor belt to deliver them to you. An imperfect system is probably, I am sure, people were there just sweeping up stuff left and right. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Prepaid stuff. Well, it's like that uh, uh, that place on, what, 11th Avenue where you get all the camera shit? Oh, B&H. Yeah. Did that come out in a conveyor belt? Doesn't it kind of like circle around your it's head? It's nuts. It, that is like the chocolate factory. Right. Because but whatever it is. beat the shit out of you. If oh, you yeah, it. but that's expensive shit. And they have a whole like train system over your head. So if you order like ah flash bulbs, then you'll watch them over your head being like doo 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 on this little train system yeah. that ends up at like I think the front. Yeah. And then you go and you show your receipt and they're like whoop and it falls from the ceiling. Do you remember going to Toys R Us when if you wanted a video game, you'd have to pull the little receipt yes, and then yeah. you'll get it. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. <clears throat> like we my... do with Advil Cold and Sinus. Right. But it was for my Atari fifty two hundred. Oh, my God, that's exciting to sit there and wait for that to come out. Oh, that was good. I miss Toys R Us. Where's my Atari? Where's the lead singer of Roxette? No. Sad. Don't ask it. Don't ask it. All right, we have one more section. Can we do it? Can we do it? I don't know. Because I still need to make it. I thought he made it. You just have to pour it in I just have to pour ice. (laughs) All right. It's... Time for a specialty cocktail, specialty drink. It's my birthday episode, so I'm just awkward. (laughs) It gets awkward when I talk about people that have been dead for a few years and I did not know. I burped in between. Oh, that's disgusting. That is not part of the birthday. I'm vocalizing. Ready? All right, this week's specialty cocktail is a birthday mule. James Jules Ferris is about to get a visit from the fire department. He is trying to put the candles on his wife's birthday cake on, but there are just not enough cake for all those candles. He's a son of a bitch. Do you know that? I hope you're hearing me right now, Jules. Dick. All right, for this you will need... Oh, here we go. 1.5 ounces of Blanco tequila. We finally get a tequila drink on my birthday. Can't wait to drive home. Ah, four ounces of ginger beer. A quarter ounce of fresh lime juice and two dashes Angostura bitters. Ooh, this is interesting. A tequila mule. Mm. You want to combine all ingredients into a mug or glass and stir, fill with ice, and garnish with a fridge or feel of lime. And here are his tasting notes. Okay, everybody hide. She's about to open the door. Now, as soon as we shout happy birthday, give her the bottle of tequila and tell her to shut up about the lack of tequila drinks on the podcast. If she wants them so badly, she can make them herself. Ooh. Oh, hey, hi, hi. Oh, hey, happy birthday. <gasps> what a day to celebrate and celebrate we shall with the tequila-based cocktail for our beautiful red-headed podcast host celebrating her birthday on December 3rd. We are taking you south of the border for this year's birthday celebration by offering up a Mexicali mule. We're trading in vodka for Blanco tequila in the fizzy anytime cocktail. Ginger beer and Angostura bitters give the cocktail its buzz and its bite. 
also a very happy birthday to our favorite redhead, the understated, shy, and demure, Ms. McGuire. Ooh. C cup. Mm. C cup. Yeah, we're going to put that in just, you know, yeah. in post. Yeah. You got to manifest it. Yeah, you got to see it to be it. To all of you celebrating a December birthday, this is a reminder that you only have to the 21st to buy a lovely birthday gift for Jules, the true star of the month. Wow. Cheers. He is an ass. All right. Are we ready? Yes. To taste my birthday mule experience? Here it is. Oh, it's coming in in a copper mug, so it's nice and chilly. You know, the kind where you're like, it just fuses itself to your hand. This is a tequila bevy with ginger beer, though, so that's good for your stomach, right? Right? Ooh, Cheers. That's cold. I, t- I told you. Ready? Cup of mugs. It smells delightful. Mm. Ooh, I like it. Ooh! Now, see, I like a mule in general. But this adds an extra fling, tang to your wang, you know? Thank it you. adds a certain Trini, Trini Alvarado. A tang to your wang sounds like something that you'd like sounding when you put a Oh, metal, my God. <clears throat> when you put a metal rod in your You're penis. wanging here. I need you here. Bing. Oh. A flat. <laughs> wow. That is delightful. I cannot finish it. Otherwise, it will be You arrested. will never be able to drive home. And I cannot finish it <clears throat> as it. there's still light out. Right. You know? It's weird to drink. I ha- I'm not a day drinker. I know that sounds weird because you think not. that I, w- I hate the feeling of achieving a buzz. Like, like, I've never been a big brunch drinker. I don't. Same. I don't like that feeling. I like the nightlife. I like to boogie. I like to boogie, I'm too. And because there's something about going like, okay, so night, do you do this? And then you go home and then you go to sleep. There's nothing cute about, like, going to a, a bottomless mimosa brunch and then, like, you're buzzed at noon, and then you come back down, and you're like, I saw the rest of the day. That's why you have to, like, keep riding it. And I don't do that. I don't. But you got to, like, you know. I've never, in truth, been able to drink like that, no matter what age. Same. But for what I've heard from kids is that you're supposed to ride the wave. <sighs> I, what about riding the snake? I don't know what that means. That's heroin. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or that I'm sorry I don't do heroin I'm so. sorry well you're missing out I will say this well I wish you all the heroin in the world ah. for your birthday happy birthday which means that I you would put probably the die. H in it one, one <laughs> time that's all it takes you better not do drugs I like this finally okay. a tequila cocktail we do not have enough tequila cocktails on this cast correct as we know i completely make my feelings known about that yes, i feel like everybody because you know why he doesn't like tequila oh, well then there you have it well yeah but it's not this ain't his show well sort of kind of but not a lot this episode of dear pod is mixed and edited by jim ferris and is a property of pineapple ranch productions 